occurring on Thursday, July 20th. Folks, if you are in the Bay Area and you would like to hear me speak, you are going to get an opportunity to have a very cozy session in Mountain View that holds about 50 or 60 folks. Uh, you can watch a video yesterday where the host and I talk about that upcoming event. I don't speak a lot in the Bay Area, so if you are in the Bay Area and want to hear from one rental at a time, uh, you will have an opportunity on July 20th, Thursday, 6.30 p.m., uh, right there on El Camino in Mountain View. So we'll talk about that. Also, let's talk about the top 10 cities where you shouldn't buy a home in. And of course, we will talk about $100 in free goodies. Folks, let's get into it. It is Wednesday, July 5th. I hope you had an amazing July 4th, took lots of pictures, made lots of memories, but let's get into it. First, let's talk about the 10 worst cities to buy a home in. When I see articles or content around this as an investor, as a home buyer, I always step back and think, what are these individuals talking about? Because you got to remember when people put together top 10 lists, they don't know anything about those 10 cities. Second, I know, and having spoken to many of you over the years, that you can make money, you can find great deals in any market. So the first thing when I see somebody creating a top 10 list, I actually, if it's one of my cities, get excited because they're gonna scare away the looky-loos. But second, I want you to remember whether it's a top 10 list of worst, or the top 10 of best cities. Your job as an investor does not change. Your job is to have a buy box, a set of criteria that produces a list of active listings that allows you to learn your market, build confidence, and tell your entire network what it is. Because again, the key to a buy box is twofold. One, you need to share it with everyone. Two, it is permission not to look at anything else. If you are new to this game of real estate excite, uh, investing, you're excited, but you haven't moved forward yet. Most folks need to get focused. So again, what I would tell you is if somebody was producing a top 10 worst or frankly, a top 10 best, and my market was either on the one or on the other, your job shouldn't change. Don't let someone's opinion, who knows nothing about your market, influence your decision. And then second, or third perhaps. There are people undoubtedly doing great deals in every market across the country. Just because somebody says something is the worst or the best doesn't make it impossible. Something you should know about real estate investing is you can make money in any market at any time. The key is to buy great deals. When you follow what we talk about here at one rental at a time, you're not just willy nilly paying list price. You are understanding the yield or cash on cash return because you've done the work and you are writing a great offer. Many times those great offers are below list price. So again, if you're following what we talk about here, we don't listen to the drunk crowd in the parking lot. We have a buy box, we share the buy box, we are consistent and we are writing great deals.
So don't be distracted. Don't be disappointed. If somebody out there who doesn't own any real estate says your market is the worst, it doesn't matter. In fact, you should send them a thank you card because they are going to scare away the newbies. I don't know about you, but less competition is a good thing. Next, let's talk about Ali Wolf. Ali Wolf is talking about a housing recession and the fact that the housing recession might be over. Let's rewind the clock about a year. I indicated that we were going to go down to about 4 million transactions and we got within a whisper. We got to 4.02 million, so 4 million and 20 transactions. I would argue that's not a recession. I would argue that that is a depression. We saw a 40% crash in transactions. What are we starting to see now? In existing home sales, we are clearly seeing a baseline, but new home sales are clearly up. In fact, I think they were up 12 or 13 or 15% just month on month and seemingly going higher. Second, we have talked about a rolling recession. Housing went in first. Housing is the most indexed thing to interest rate, is the most interest rate sensitive part of our economy. So it probably makes sense that housing will be the first thing to come out. I would argue we are seeing that now with uh, new home sales rising, exceeding expectations. A new home sale is great because it's all of that labor and materials and raw material, all of that. It's just going to keep the uh, GDP uh, perhaps from going negative as housing construction comes out of what was a depression. It is going to be exciting to watch. On top of that, the next most interest rate sensitive part of the economy is cars, automobiles. We are starting to see the supply chain loosen up. We are starting to see used car, used car prices come in first. Now it appears that new car prices are coming in. So again, we could have inflation really dropping like a stone by August. So again, we will see next week we get CPI, which again, I'm calling 2.9 for headline. We'll see how close we are. But again, Ali Wolf is really saying, are we in a recession? Something Ali Wolf is looking for, because again, uh, I forget who did this yesterday. I think it was John Wake, uh, a great follow on Twitter. He talked about the seasonal slowdown in the second half. Actually, it was Altos Research, I believe, Altos Research. And June 30th being an important date. So what Ali Wolf is looking at, and I think it bears investigation, will housing have what's called a double dip, right? Housing went down, housing came back. Will the second half see housing fall over? Reasonable opinion. Not sure where we at, right? July just started. For me, I'm going to be following interest rates. If we get a soft inflation reading next week, it would not surprise me that, again, uh, we get no Fed rate increase in July. Again, I realize that 87% of the smart people think we are. I am not in that camp, so we shall see. Will mortgage rates, which I believe as of today are still over 7%, will they drift lower? Or is the Fed committed to raise in July, committed to raise in September, 
They want to prove they're tough and maybe, just maybe, take rates to almost 8%. That is my question. If we see interest rates go to 8% or even near 8%, I think a double dip housing recession is absolutely in the cards. We saw what happened last year when rates hit seven. If rates hit eight, I believe the same thing happens. However, if rates have seen this seasonal peak, you know, call it 7.1, and they drift lower, I don't know. I don't know. But this is something I'm going to watch again. Allie Wolf is a wonderful follow on Twitter. I think, her, I think she works for Zonda, if memory serves. Give her a follow. So something I'm starting to read about is this urban doom loop. I want to break down what this is and how maybe there's some money to be made in this horrible doom loop. So what is an urban doom loop? I will ask you to think of San Francisco. I think it is the most glaring example, but I do believe this urban doom loop may occur in other big cities. So step one, office buildings take huge haircuts in value. If there was an office building that was one times valued at $300 million and it retrades at $100 million, obviously there's a bunch of losses by the asset owner, by the debt holder, by the LP, all of that. But what you may not know, and this is really the start of the doom loop, a lower value on that office building, 100 versus 300, means that property tax collection is significantly reduced. And a city like San Francisco, whose coffers are full of property tax because these buildings were richly valued at one time, if you were to see a 45 or 50% haircut in value, you are going to see property taxes greatly reduced. And, and even if you, you're building, like you're an owner of a building and the one next door was worth 300 and sold for 100, even if your building is not in trouble, you will go to the property tax and say, hey, reassess my building and likely get a lower value. So you are going to see property tax revenue in urban cities decline significantly. That will cause the next step in the doom loop, which is a budget shortfall. Folks, people plan these budgets out years in advance and they are counting on property taxes. So they are spending into that. If property taxes are greatly reduced, there's going to be a budget shortfall. At which point, one of two things happen. Raise taxes, cut services. If you raise taxes, people may leave. If you cut services, people may leave. And that is the doom loop. So where is the opportunity? Where is the opportunity? I would ask you to research uh, New York City in the 1980s. I've looked at it. In the 1980s, New York City was going through some stuff. Eventually, it bottomed and the resurrection occurred. It rose again, like the phoenix from the ashes. San Francisco and these other urban areas, which will be in this doom loop probably for years, 
there will be money to be made. Don't buy early. Don't catch the falling knife, but there will be opportunities out there. So today we get the Fed minutes. I think they come out at 11 Eastern, which is 8 Pacific. So in 20 minutes or so, what I am looking for from the Fed minutes is I want to understand the pause versus hike. As you remember last meeting, we got the first pause of a series. I want to understand how committed the group was to a July hike. Was there any discussion? I want to understand if there was any discussion about items they are watching, right? What are they watching? Inflation, unemployment, you know, imports. What is it? The dollar. I want to see that. What is the talk about commercial lending? We are clearly seeing lending tighten up. Was there any talk about that? And then finally, I want to see if there was any talk about the July reading for CPI. Again, it is a mathematical certainty that July's CPI reading will be down. Now, it may not be down to the crazy 2.9 that I'm calling, but I think going down to 3.2 or 3.1 is a layup, just given math. I'm wondering if the Fed talked about it and one of the reasons that they may have paused. It's called the base effect. You can look it up. We are about to roll off the largest base effect of the entire 12-month series. So uh, it will be very interesting next, I think it's next Thursday. And um, we'll see that. And then again, folks, on July 20th, if you want to come see myself speak, I will be at an event uh, hosted in Mountain View. Uh, there was a video that I posted yesterday. I'll try to find the link. You can find it on Meetup. I think it is SJREI, San Jose Real Estate uh, Investing Meetup. We're hosting it in Mountain View. I am the speaker. It's not my group, but they were gracious enough to invite me. So if you wanted to ever come see me speak, if you want me to autograph one of your books, bring it. I will gladly autograph one of these for you. We can take some pictures. If you have one of these cards, you can bring them and I'll autograph them for you, whatever you like. I'd love to see you. I'd love to see you get to shake your hand, take some pictures. Thank you for being a supporter of One Rental at a Time. Again, Thursday, July 20th in Mountain View. Uh, it starts at 6.30 p.m. And of course, $100 in free goodies. Uh, I don't know about you, but I watch my stats on YouTube and the last four days have been a little bit light. So I'm extending this for one day. Uh, I was doing this for 4th of July, but because a lot of people were out enjoying themselves, you got one more day. If you've been thinking about buying the course, how to get started one rental at a time, I'm going to give you your best shot. You buy it today, the $3.99 course, I will give you $100 in free goodies. You can get two $50 free courses. I will send you an email once you buy it. This is the process. You buy it for $3.99, I will get an email. I will email you saying, what do you want for free? Now, if you really want to step up and also get some time with me, a mentoring option, this offer is crazy. Currently for $7.99, you get not only the course, How to Get Started One Rental at a Time, you also get 30 minutes of my time. I will give you all of my courses, the $50 courses for free, and remind you that this option is going to $9.99 very soon. Lots of people are taking me up on this mentoring option. Lots of people want me to evaluate their scenario. So if you've been thinking about it, might as well get it today for $7.99 before it goes to $9.99. And because of the fourth, get all of those free goodies. Again, you need to buy it today. I'm extending this for one day. And again, the process is you buy it, I get an email, 
I will email you and ask you what you want. It's not in the system. All right, folks, have fun. Again, I strongly recommend if somebody creates a top 10 list of worst cities to buy in and your market is in one of those, send them a thank you card. Because again, in every market, there are investors doing the work and finding great deals. And if somebody out there says your market sucks, thank them because they will take the new investors and you won't have as much competition. All right, folks, this is your daily financial news. Like, subscribe, comment. We are on the path to 50,000. We are now under 2,600. We are exactly 2,597 away from 50,000 and an event in Las Vegas. Like, subscribe, comment, share it with your friends. Bye.